Jersey is getting older, and pretty quickly at that. In the last census, it was recorded that the number of people aged over 65 grew by 29% between 2011 and 2021. Given this fact, it's more important than ever that we listen to the concerns of older islanders and take their health and quality of life seriously. In this episode of Bailiwick Podcasts, I, Charlie Flynn, spoke to Rosemary Finlay, the CEO of Family Nursing and Home Care. One of Jersey's oldest charities, they have been helping islanders live and age well since 1899. In the next half hour, we talk about the importance of community health, some of the everyday tips and tricks the older generation can use to age gracefully, and the importance of a positive outlook on getting older. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, would a good place to start, would you be able to explain what family nursing and home care actually do, what you guys, sort of, your main sort of focus is? I can indeed. Um, we are a charity, mm-hmm. and one of the oldest charities, if not the oldest, on Jersey. Um, we provide health care for people from the very start of pregnancy right the way through to the end of life. Mm-hmm. And we have specialist nurses, community health nurses, uh, community therapists, um, and a, a plethora of health staff to provide that service to people in their own home mm-hmm. or as close to, to their home as possible. And how long have you been involved in the, in the whole... Process. So, so I'm, I'm a qualified nurse, mm-hmm. um, hospital and, and community, mm-hmm. and I've been a part of coming backwards and forwards to Jersey, not in a professional capacity, but as a, as a visitor mm-hmm. for all my life. Um, and I decided to follow my daughter who lives here with her uh, husband and, and my grandson um, two years ago and joined family nursing and home care at that point. Mm-hmm. And so did you join as a, as a, as a nurse or...? I, I joined as the chief yeah. exec. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, and what made you, because obviously as going from kind of a nurse to a, to, to a kind of a chief exec of, of a charity, I mean, was that quite a change? Was that quite a lot to adapt to? Well, it's been a long career. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've worked in a, a full range of mm-hmm. uh, wards and community services uh, throughout that career and um, you know, gained qualifications along the way. And I think in my early years, I got frustrated with health management. So mm. I decided that if, you know... I can do this better. <laughs> well, yeah, and y- y- you need to give it a try, don't you? And mm-hmm. to, But what's really, really important is to make sure that... Um, my focus is still very much on our patients mm-hmm. um, and that's the reason that I work. It's not for any other reason. So um, the passion for patients and for positive health outcomes is what drives me mm-hmm. um, and what drives our work at Family Nursing and Home Care. Yeah, sure. I mean, so one of the things you, you did recently was you had a big old conference um, about sort of ageing well and, and yeah. you got kind of all kinds of speakers in um, to talk about, you know, various things. I know you had um, the head of public health in, for, in the government and you had... Yeah. Uh, you had uh, Vic from Liberate as well, kind yeah. of a whole range of people. I mean, I don't yeah. know whether you might want to talk a little bit about sort of sort of the issues that were touched on there yeah. and, and everything happily. like that. Yeah, happily. So at Family Nursing and Home Care, we are, our motto, if you like, is, is about starting life well, living life well and ageing our Mm-hmm. aging well and so our conference this year was about aging well and making sure that islanders here in jersey are very focused on what they can do and and what we can do to make sure they have the best quality of life possible mm-hmm. and that they um are, are keeping well mm-hmm. and, and going through the aging process different um Uh, opportunities come to improve your health Mm -hmm. and so we're very much focused on aging being an opportunity to to improve your health Mm -hmm. normally aging is looked at 
quite negatively. Yeah. And the whole conference was looking at ageing very positively okay. because it does bring opportunities and it brings opportunities to Jersey. Mm. Can you elaborate on, on that last point? That's quite, that's quite interesting how it can bring opportunities. It is. I, I mean, there's, there's lots that being older brings. Mm. So you've got expertise, you've got lots of experience of different circumstances. You've usually got family um, around you and you've got influence. So, so all of those things... Uh, you, money can't buy those mm. and and so your input into organizations whether as a volunteer or as a paid member of staff can be really really critical mm. um but also your influence in the community in the parish making sure that you put your expertise to good use mm-hmm. and that you keep active and that you you use the green spaces you use the blue spaces in a really positive way that impact on you personally mm-hmm. Do you think people realise, I mean, you know, I mean, I think it's kind of one of those things. I mean, do you, do you think people sometimes tend to sort of disregard the older generation? You know, the, like you say, you know, they have expertise, they have sort of all their years of experience. And do you think people realise that enough? Do you think that's something that's a bit of an issue? I think that um, media and people generally talk about ageing in, in a negative yeah. way. Gen- generally mm-hmm. and then that's not jersey that's across Everywhere. the world yeah but um we, we really turn that on its head mm-hmm. i mean yes there's some frailty and some vulnerability that comes with aging mm-hmm. but um actually they don't have to mm-hmm. so what can we all do as we age mm-hmm. m- to make sure that we um have a good quality life mm-hmm. and you can reverse frailty yeah. And you can increase your strengths and you can make sure. So the statistics that do affect Jersey. So, for example, it's the one number one reason for elderly people to be conveyed to hospital is because they've had a fall. Right. OK. And, and we talked about that quite a lot. And mm-hmm. we talked about what we can do to prevent falls. What can we do to have early interventions into people's homes and to work with them mm-hmm. to to ensure that they don't fall? Yeah. So. Uh, 30% of adults over the age of 65 uh, fall every year. Wow, okay. That's a, that's a huge amount of falls. Yeah, of and of course, some of those falls are have quite serious consequences for mm-hmm. people's health. And not only their physical health, but also their mental health, because yeah. it reduces confidence it, with that person mobilising and going out mm-hmm. and all sorts of uh, different scenarios. So uh, stopping falling... Mm-hmm. Is, is a really important thing to do. Mm-hmm. And to, to shine a light on that and to make sure that people in Jersey realise what they can do mm-hmm. to reduce the risk of falling and to reduce the risk of serious injury yeah. is a really, really important thing for us at Family Nursing and Home yeah. Care to do. I mean, what can people do to, to prevent falls? I'm sure it's like, you know, one of those things that... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you're right. I mean, I never realised it had such a huge mm. impact really, on, really important. on people's lives. So, yeah, I mean, what, what can people actually do? Well, they can keep their strengths. So core okay. strength's really important. Mm-hmm. So doing exercise, even if it's in a chair, yeah. regular exercise and movement mm-hmm. and, and strength exercises, mm-hmm. even if it's lifting a bag of flour up and down and right, repetitive sure. uh, to, to keep some strength in their mm-hmm. muscles is, is important. It's also important to be aware of things like how you walk, mm. what shoes you're wearing, you know, have you got grab rails in the right place if you do lose your footing? What rugs are on the floor? You know, are they trip hazards? Mm. So so look at your house with your with the healthcare professional and family nursing and home care can deliver these sort of assessments in the home to look at risks. Mm. Um, but but it's also about the the individual themselves built keeping their strength 
eating and drinking well mm. and um, and making sure that they are regularly exercising yeah. walking or if they can't walk to, to do exercises in chairs or whatever they can do it's important to do it there was a there was a thing that we we ran uh fairly recently there was a story about uh an individual who runs a kind of uh, i think he runs a, a boxing sort of brand and he was going around uh kind of old folks homes in in jersey and he was teaching them how to kind of sit down box yeah. um, and things like that and obviously that was a you know everybody was like wow that's a lovely thing to do yeah. but when you say it like that i mean it's it's hugely important for their it is. for their health which yeah. is something you, you never really yeah. you really never really think about well wow, that's really interesting i mean um so falls is a major thing that people can, you know, avoid. Is there any other sort of, um, I suppose, like kind of simple things that people can do to kind of improve their, their health as they age? Yeah, well, drinking. Drinking. So, drink, not, not alcohol. <laughs> so, right. so drinking plenty of fluids to make sure that they're well hydrated. Right. Because okay. you're, you're prone to more infection and more uh, urinary infection and the like. And if you, if you get a, an infection in your bladder or... You, you need to go to the loo more which right. means that and you often get an urgency with that if you've got an infection so so that brings a sense of panic so not doing things in a rush making sure that you take your time and do things carefully mm-hmm. um is critically important and by drinking plenty um you, you can help maintain good health yeah um now, some people, when they get older, think, oh, I'm not going to drink because that means I've got to go to the loo more. I see. Okay. So it's a bit of a, a, a vicious cycle, mm-hmm. but it, it's a good thing to drink. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's it's such a simple um, change, I suppose, in your in your lifestyle, but it obviously makes a, a huge difference. I mean, is it? do you think with a lot of these sort of things, you know, when you, you're talking about ageing well, I mean, do you think a lot of the things that people can do to sort of age better are just people aren't aware of them, people don't? you know no yeah and i think people get lonely as they get older yeah. very often they get lonely and so mental health and emotional health is really important mm-hmm. so getting out it's often easy to stay in the house on your own particularly if you're going through bereavement or anything like that mm. but that can lead to you know loneliness is an awful thing and mm. that can lead to physical uh, in disease etc so to get out of the house and to meet other people and Mm. to keep busy is actually very very good for your emotional health so so all of those things play an important part you you mentioned i mean you mentioned mental health i mean is that something that's become a lot more prominent in your job kind of in recent years is that something that's kind of you've seen a bit especially as there's been more awareness generally about kind of mental health issues and things i think i i've certainly been aware of it throughout my career yeah Uh, and and we were very much uh schooled in the importance of uh, mental and emotional health i think we talk a lot about mental health Mm -hmm. issues now and not so much about emotional health issues um and and there's a difference what what was what is that difference so so the difference really is about a a mental health is caused by a chemical um change Mm -hmm. and and to different processes that go on uh physiologically uh, uh, and chemically um and, and an emotional health, and, and there's a lot more to it than this, I'm just trying to summarise, but yeah, sure, and sure. an emotional health is, is much more short-term. It's not a long-term condition necessarily, but it's something that's impacted you on a day-by-day or hour-by-hour uh, basis mm-hmm. that's just tipped you a little bit and made you feel vulnerable and made you uh, unsettled. Right, okay. um, and And it can generally be put right relatively easily and without any interventions from health professionals or right, uh, okay. the like but 
But emotional health, it's a, there's a line and there's obviously a continuum here mm-hmm. uh, where emotional health issues can sort of tip over into mental health issues. Yeah, of course. I mean, so w- w- do you think that emotional health, is, as you say, is, is something that particularly affects sort of older people and that it's slightly neglected then? is that I think it affects all of us. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Absolutely all of us at different times in our life. Mm-hmm. And um, so at some stages, we'll feel it more than others. Mm-hmm. And it just depends what's going on around us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really important to get help for all of these things if if, if your mm-hmm. mood and your spirit is, is low. Yeah. I think, do you, I mean... Um, Talking about, I mean, you know, you were saying, you know, people do get lonely, people get, mm. um, it, it, I don't know if, I think, especially as, you know, the world goes a lot more online, do you think that's more prevalent? Do you think people, are, older people are getting lonely? I mean, you know, just, just from your, I mean, even anecdotally from your experience. I think um, online can be useful, for, uh, seriously useful for old yeah, people. And, and certainly some of the, um, latest innovations in, in improving health uh, mm-hmm. uh, involve uh, computers and mm-hmm. and online um, programs and mod- modules. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I absolutely think that being with people mm-hmm. is important yeah. rather than being on a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't feel personally i don't feel that 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 ticks the boxes in the same way mm-hmm. that uh, personal face-to-face contact mm-hmm. uh, can help yeah um, but other things can help too like music is, right. a, is a great mood lifter yeah, and um, and helps with and singing and things like mm-hmm. that along with music can really help lift people uh, out of feeling lonely or low mm-hmm. um, but doing that in a class of people is much better. is much better mm-hmm. so uh, but but some of the online modules with things like that can really help mm-hmm. no absolutely um well i suppose um maybe if we kind of go back to to kind of some of the physical health things we, we were talking about so obviously um is there do you think there's a you know in, in jersey at the moment you know the healthcare system's been talked about so much and um you know we're always talking about the hospital and how it's getting more expensive i mean do you think those things are are getting to the point. I mean, do you, do you think that that those, you know, those things are it's getting harder for for older people to actually access the right kind of healthcare that they need? Well, we've got to focus more on community health. Right, I would, I would say that, wouldn't yeah. I? But um, there's there's lots of innovations mm. out there that are just phenomenal. Mm. Um, and we have community healthcare have your say events every right. quarter at, at the Palm Door, um, where we're trying to encourage uh, islanders to come to talk to us and a whole uh, group of health professionals mm-hmm. about what they need, what they want, because yeah. it's really important to listen to the islanders about uh, what it is that they feel mm-hmm. that their healthcare system, what, what should it look like? How you know What mm. addresses their needs? Um, so those events and the next one I think is on the 28th of September and we talk about particular um, issues so in September we're talking about respiratory uh, problems for people and I'll give you an example where innovation and uh, computerization can really help with outcomes for physical as well as psychological and and mental health Mm -hmm. issues Um, so we're looking at a 
a wearable. So it's it's something that somebody would put on their arm in the same way that they might wear a watch that's mm-hmm. telling them how many paces they've done and that sort of thing. Um, but for people who've been uh, diagnosed with long-term respiratory problems, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's a research programme going on at the moment um, with Imperial College and some of the universities in London around wearing this um, aid, if you like, and that can... T- um, identify very very tiny changes in your temperature mm-hmm. and that goes to a, a, a computer to work out what the patterns of the changes in your temperature are wow. and that can pre-diagnose early an exacerbation or a worsening in your respiratory uh, disease uh-huh. so that we can then give treatment earlier for that respiratory problem and that stops that person needing to go into hospital in a large majority about 85 percent of people that's incredible so so there's lots of innovations and um you know we need to bring those innovations to jersey Mm -hmm. and make sure that we're looking at the very best outcomes for people by by using computers and um and identifying what their needs are. Is that something you're hoping to, to, to bring in? Yes. Like that? Right, okay, yes. okay, cool. Yeah, so that particular project we're really hoping to start later on this year. Yeah, would, would that be something you're doing independently or are you trying to kind of get um, the health department involved in everything we as well? want We want to do it collaboratively. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any real benefit to doing anything independently it's really important that all of our services are really linked up Mm -hmm. and so so working together Mm -hmm. with the hospital with the gps with all the different professionals that we have on island Mm -hmm. is, is crucial yeah that's, I mean, that's that's a that would be an incredible kind of thing to, especially as you say, like if it can reduce people going needing to go to hospital in yeah, the first fantastic. place. I mean, that's just it's just a bonus for everyone, yeah. I suppose. Very few people want to go to hospital. No, of you course. Know, if they if we can treat them at home, that's so much better. Yeah. Well, you you mentioned that you you are having these kind of you know getting people together to sort of have their say on the yeah. on the health department and, and you know what their healthcare system should look like. I mean, yeah. are there things that people identify kind of regularly in in your experience that you know things they sort of um want to see it depends how um how much experience they've had of other jurisdictions so so if they've lived in jersey they will be used to the jersey system right which is a very hospital centric system if if they've lived in other jurisdictions they will see a much stronger community health service Mm. and uh, and working alongside the gps Mm. and making sure that we identify any problems early right that's really important Mm. but if things uh, you know like like a serious fall you know it's a really good example you might have a few trips uh and think oh nothing of them Mm -hmm. but actually it's at that stage that you need to start thinking right what can i do to not have a serious fall Mm -hmm. because you're if, if you do nothing you're likely to get a serious fall, break your hip, have to go to hospital. Okay. Um, so, and it's exactly the same with everything else. If you start putting the resource in early then. and and put in some prevention and mm. health promotion stuff, then that will make a significant difference. Yeah, I mean, so you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm used to the Jersey system. I haven't yeah. really lived, you know, in other other jurisdictions. And so, when you um, when you're talking about sort of community health things, what sorts of actual measures? would you would would you know would would constitute kind of a good community health service well it's joined up care right that that's the key thing it so so again it goes back to nothing being in isolation so we work um 
very, very closely with about 30 different charities across Jersey mm. that are involved with health and social care. So Dementia Jersey, mm. um, Macmillan Jersey, you know, a, a whole range uh, of charities. But by working together mm-hmm. and, and putting resources together and making sure we identify things earlier is, is important. Jersey mm-hmm. has tended to have um, services it delivered in isolation okay. rather than looking at a continuum of care because we're all going to age. Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, we're, there's, there's going to be lots of trends that we can really improve right. and we can improve those better by working together so the biggest difference to my mind is that services in other jurisdictions will be much more joined up than they are here so when you say joined up you mean um they'll involve a lot of other different kind of organizations and yeah and, and kind of go across yeah i mean i don't know whether you, can you elaborate what you mean yeah by it? i can Just- so so for example if um uh, an individual is needing Say, say they've lost their lifelong partner or, or whatever, okay. and and they're in the, the you know older age, then people like Age Concern or a Dementia Jersey or other charities, mm-hmm. Mind, um, can all work with us mm-hmm. and we and we with them to look at, at putting our services around the needs of that islander. Okay, so that they're not having to retell their stories loads of times they're not having to have in- inefficient services delivered oh, see, to them okay. but actually that we all get together to look at the needs of that particular islander and think right how can we best work with them and their family to to address the needs that are uh, prevalent today okay that's interesting so it's it's about making sure we understand you know, we, we can't deliver all of the expertise. Mm-hmm. It's so complicated uh, with with specialisms like dementia or whatever. So we use we, we work with Dementia Jersey mm-hmm. to to get proper assessment, get get uh, priorities mm-hmm. uh, arranged for individual islanders. Okay. So so that's it, it's background stuff really, mm. but it also means that uh, that the in, the islander isn't having to have. A plethora of different people coming right, through they can their door. Deal with, they can, yeah, yeah. The care's very much more around them yeah. rather than around the services. Okay, that's so it's much more individualized. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, you know, I suppose. I mean, just this sort of leads into the, um, you know, something that's been quite prevalent at the moment is obviously the fact that society's aging. Quite, uh, yeah. you know, that's a huge yeah. thing. And I mean, you know, do you think that a sort of a more joined up system, like you said, would you know ease the burden on like the hospital like you said jersey is very hospital centric so yeah. if, if we ha- if we can you know have a slightly more community focused system i mean i suppose that will that will help in that situation yeah my, my focus i'm a nurse is, yeah. is all very much from patient-led yeah of course so rather than system-led yeah so so it's about identifying what the needs are yeah and and then and making sure that the services are aligned around those needs mm. so at the moment it's the other way around in Jersey, right, but okay. we've got to flip it. Mm-hmm. And and a- absolutely, the impact of that should be that the requirement for um, the hospital declines. So mm-hmm. things like outpatients, mm. you know, they should outpatient clinics in the main, where possible, should be delivered closer to to islanders' homes, not in not in a hospital scenario. Mm-hmm. So so that we look at uh, a response to say let's say diabetes being. Uh, one p- 
pathway for that patient Mm -hmm. rather than having to go to lots and lots of different clinics and lots of different individuals to get treatment for different elements that the the diabetes causes for them Mm. or issues that the diabetes causes for them interesting yeah i mean that's a really interesting kind of yeah, I, it, you know, it, for me, it's it's just really interesting because you're right. I've never really experienced mm. it, that's. You, I always assume the the system we have is kind of the only mm. the only way to think about it. But that's re- that's really interesting. I mean, I, I mean, how do you this? this I mean, uh, this might be a slightly broad question, but I mean, how do you go about making that that sort of switch that that sort of change? I mean, and you know, what are you kind of doing to to, to mm. help that? Well, the community healthcare have your say events is obviously are yeah. the start of the process for let's say. Um, the, the next one, which is around respiratory problems mm-hmm. for people. So we hold an event with Islanders. Mm-hmm. We ask them what, you know, what they want, mm-hmm. how we can, ad- and, and we talk then at a roundtable discussion with all the professionals about what that that event, the Community Healthcare Have Your Say mm-hmm. event, showed us. Right. What did they tell us? Right, so then the, the healthcare professionals get together in a roundtable event mm-hmm. the, the following week to discuss, right, what can we do quickly? Mm-hmm. We don't want to be waiting months no, sure. and years. What can we do quickly to address the needs of these islanders with respiratory problems? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we put those, we work together, we, make, we, we put together an idea of how we can address things. And some of the things are so simple. Yeah. Um, and then the longer term things, we need to talk to the health minister, mm-hmm. to the chief minister and, we, and other politicians and key stakeholders to make sure that we can address um, either it might be more resource to pay for an some research mm-hmm. or some innovation, um, work with different universities and expert a- areas of expertise to to make sure that we're getting the best outcome for the he- the health outcomes for the islanders. Right. So so some of it's a longer burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the answers are not going to just sort of be apparent, mm-hmm. but there are definitely short term solutions to yeah. to many of the issues. Have you? Is there an example of, of something that you you know that's come from one of these events that's then been sort of taken on and 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 um, you know, like you said, one of these kind of quick fix things. Have you got? Is there an example of one of those that comes? Yeah. To, well, to the mind? fall going back to the falls, um, we're doing more assessments now. Mm-hmm. So earlier on in the, um, we're working with the ambulance service mm-hmm. to identify people who are at risk of falls. Right. So if someone's had a fall, the ambulance service will be called, mm-hmm. and and it might well be that we're called as well at family nursing, mm-hmm. um, and then we work with the ambulance crew to say right. You know, does this person need to go to hospital? Do they need care now in their home Mm -hmm. to keep them safe and to make sure they're comfortable so that we can then put things in place so that they, like, grab rails or, or, you know talking to them about their slippers or their their mats or their stairs and all Mm. of those sort of things change things around in their home have they got the right bed have they got the right seats Mm -hmm. in the house to make it easy easier for them yeah um where's the loo in relation to where they're they're resting and and that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, so so when they wake up at night they they have an easy uh, journey to the loo i know right. it sounds really practical but those sort of things weren't really being done so no, we're doing more asse- more assessments for the, and that's an easy quick fix yeah we're, we're also starting um a new type of cafe uh okay. for uh, to bring people older people in parishes together mm-hmm. so that they can 
have their leg ulcers or their wounds dressed on their lower limbs right um, which is a long old process if you've got a cut and you're, you're elderly mm-hmm. or an ulcer on your your leg and and then um bringing in exercise classes so that uh, people who are coming to the clinic mm-hmm. will after they've had their leg dressed with uh, right. their the, the the wound dressed that they participate in a little bit of social activity to mm-hmm. help address any loneliness yeah. and then exercise perhaps in their chairs or perhaps you know on a mat mm-hmm. uh, depending on what their ability is to to strengthen some core muscles and mm-hmm. to show them the sort of exercises to do at home oh. yeah so bring lots of ideas together to help support different needs that islanders are telling us they've got yeah absolutely i mean just as a um Kind of, if I if I was so kind of an older person and then I, you know, all all this advice that you've been giving about you know drinking and strengthening your core and things like that. I mean, where would I go to find to kind of get that kind of advice and that kind of help? Well, there's lots and lots of advice on the internet, of course. Yeah. Um, and there's also your GPs and the mm-hmm. GP clinics that are fantastic uh, areas of expertise on this mm-hmm. stuff. Always family nursing and home care are yeah. very happy to help. And we have uh, a hub of, of people who answer the phone to uh, a, a huge number of calls each day. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's lots of areas that w- we have a specialist nurse okay. um, that we've had funding through a grant mm-hmm. uh, on Ireland. And that uh, nurse can go out and do... Uh, individual calls with oh, people wow. and do individual assessments so so there's lots of areas of expertise mm-hmm. um that is on jersey mm-hmm. and that's the important thing that we communicate those and, mm-hmm. and tell people where they are and how they can get hold of them yeah no that's fascinating okay i mean i, I don't know you might not be able to, to, to speak about this actually but just something that it kind of ties into what you were saying about viewing aging positively i mean i don't know whether you see much of an impact of kind of like ageism in in your kind of line of work people did you if you you know is that is that something that's still quite prevalent do you think um i don't see it right okay but we're not dealing on the whole with groups we're dealing with with individuals individuals. um yeah I, i feel that we've got a very active um mainly mm-hmm. active uh, aging population and and they live a long time in jersey people yeah. live long time um which is fantastic it's mm-hmm. one of the the longest lives that you could expect in europe live here in really? jersey yeah wow and and we have a lot of uh support from the government mm-hmm. in men- uh, in many many areas so on the whole we have a good package here in jersey but there's loads more we can do it's always nice to hear actually (laughs) so yeah no it is it is a good package but there's more we can do yeah and certainly with health there's loads more we can do Thanks so much to Rosemary Finley for coming in to talk to us about her work with family nursing and home care. If you want to learn more about their services, you can visit their website at www.fnhc.org.je. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to visit bailiwickexpress.com and pick up a copy of your local JEP.